Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Simple Brand. I hope you enjoyed that intro. That was from Dan Leibowitz. Uh, very cool song titled Robots A Cometh. Uh, today we're going to jump into uh, a topic uh, that goes along with our last topic. We're going to talk about what is a brand strategy and what is the difference between brand design, brand strategy. Um, let's just jump right into it. The The big thing here is by definition brand strategy is a long-term plan for the development of a successful brand uh, in order to achieve its goals. Uh, it's about aligning brand expectation and perception with brand culture and deliverables. What do I mean by that? So your brand expectations, brand perception is something that your audience has. Uh, what they expect from you, what their perception of your brand is from the outside looking in. Uh, very, very important to know what that is because then you have your brand culturable and your blah, blah. then you have your brand culture and your deliverables, which you're going to align with those brand expectations and perception. Uh, excuse me, a little little verbal fupa there. So what does the development of a brand strategy really consist of? Uh, it's gonna be, for me, uh, it's a little different depending on, on who you are, what your, what your education was. Uh, it's six things. Uh, research, which consists of like analytics, measuring, uh, then your brand audit, uh, your analysis of that brand audit and the research together. Uh, and then you go into a strategic planning phase. You're developing tactics to support that strategy. And then your implementation, of course. So let's break it down piece by piece. And let's talk first about what the research looks like. Uh, research is probably the most important part of developing a brand strategy and probably the most often overlooked part of developing a brand strategy uh, in my opinion. Uh, research presents you with facts rather than feelings about your your customers and who they are and what they think. Uh, it diminishes your interpretation. So all of research can be interpreted to some degree. Uh, why customers feel this way, um, how things are playing together, but really good research diminishes your interpretation to give you more of a factual picture of what's going on. Um, it also defines actual problems. Uh, your research will define actual problems that your customers need solved by your brand, by your product, by your service. Um, and that's important because you want to be solving actual problems for your audience. You don't want to be solving imaginary problems or Problems that don't really exist, you just think they exist. Maybe they exist for you personally, but they don't exist for the wide view of your audience. Uh, an example of that would be <clears throat> maybe you're maybe you're a gum manufacturer and you're like, man, I, I really don't like the flavors of any of the strawberry gums out there. Um, so you go about, you develop a strawberry gum because you don't like the flavors of all the strawberry gum out there. But maybe your customers do. Maybe maybe that's not a widespread problem. Maybe somebody really likes the flavor of strawberry bubble yum. Uh, maybe most of your audience really likes the flavor of strawberry bubble yum. And now you've developed a product and solved a problem that's not widespread. <clears throat> Whereas in reality, maybe nobody really likes the flavor of black licorice bubble gum. Uh, and you could have developed that. 
and solve that problem. You could have been focused on an actual customer problem that needed to be solved. So a little bit there is, is it gives you actual problems and it identifies what your audience's expectations of your brand are, uh, how they perceive you, what they expect from you as a brand, as an identity, as a whole. Uh, very important to know what that is. And then you get into the next step where you go into a brand audit phase. Uh, this creates a realistic picture of your brand's position. So a lot of the times, like, and, and you know this if you own a small business or uh, you have a small company, you it's easy to fall in love with your brand and start looking at it through rose-colored lenses. Uh, but a good brand audit creates a realistic picture of where you're at uh, in regards to your competition, in regards to your market. Uh, it just gives you that realistic picture. Uh, it gives you a good SWOT. It identifies strengths, your strengths as a brand, your weaknesses as a brand, your opportunities as a brand, and maybe even some potential threats out there uh, that could hurt your brand. <clears throat> threats today don't seem to be like threats used to be. Uh, a lot of the times I, I don't regard threats as necessarily like competitor companies. Most of the time I kind of feel like they're more like ideas floating around out in the, out in the, the web world. <clears throat> out in social media. Uh, but I'm, I'm just going back away from that for a second. Uh, it quantifies your deliverables. So it gives your, it realistically evaluates what your product, your service, your experience is. Uh, and it gives quanti quantification to that so that you know where those things stand in regard to other products, in regard to other things happening. Uh, and it shows where the misalignment is, where the misalignment between Brand misalignment is something that I don't hear talked about a lot, but you can be very misaligned with what you want your brand to be and what your audience perceives your brand to be. And doing a good brand audit identifies where that misalignment is so that you can get back in alignment. <clears throat> Once you have those things, uh, you have a brand audit and you have your research, you need to sit down and either give it a really realistic look and study or hire somebody else who can. If you feel like you're too close and you can't really like look at your brand objectively, then maybe hire somebody else who can break that down for you and look at the information objectively. <clears throat> hmm, excuse me. After you have your analysis, after you, you've documented all this, uh, now you're going to go into a strategic planning phase. And this is, this is where you look realistically at where you are, where you want to go, your goal setting, so setting some goals for where you want to go, and then how you're going to get there. Now, I can't stress enough, like, the goal setting and the how you're going to get there part are the most important parts of strategic planning. You want realistic, measurable goals right? You want, you want real goals that can be met. Um, and then you want to sit down and think about, okay, how can we realign our brand to achieve those goals? How can we realign our strategy to achieve those goals? Uh, so you're going to look at things like the content you make, um, the products or services you have, how you handle certain situations that come up on a regular basis. And you're going to begin to develop tactics that support your strategy for where you want to be. Tactics are the next part. This is, don't get your tactics and your strategy confused with each other. Strategy always comes first. Strategy is big overall picture. 
And then your tactics are the methodology uh, informed by your strategy that you're going to use to achieve your goals. So whereas your strategy could be we want to be uh, the number one strawberry gum manufacturer in the United States, right? Uh, your tactics are going to be uh, you're going to change your your development process to redo your flavor to be closer to a real strawberry flavor. You're going to do some real on-the-street type video stuff where you take other strawberry gums against your gum and you ask people, like, which one tastes better? Uh, which one do they like more? Which one is actually a more realistic strawberry flavor? Stuff like that. Those are tactics that support your strategy of realigning how people look at your brand. Uh, and then, of course, implementation, actually doing it. You want to assign those things out. You want to get those things rolling. Uh, you want to get them put in place. So that's your brand design is really the visual identity of your brand. The brand strategy is actually getting how your audience views you and who you want to be, where you want to be at, aligned with each other, back into alignment, back in synchronization with each other. And that's that's what makes a really good brand strategy. So be thinking about that as you as you're looking at your product or service, as you're thinking through developing a brand strategy and how to do that. Um, awesome. So thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, if you want to take your brand to the next level and don't know where to start, I want to invite you to head over to TravisWalser.com. Uh, that's my website. And sign up for an absolutely free 30-minute brand review. Uh, I'd love for you to do that, and we can chat about your brand, and I can offer some some suggestions on you know how to get you back on track or how to get your brand back on track. Uh, so yeah, that would be really great. I would love if you'd do that. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, and share this podcast with uh, your business friends, your small business friends. Till next time, I'm Travis Walsman. Keep it simple. Later. Later.